All right. So uh, 2021 is really turning the decade around. Joe Budden is the president. Conor McGregor got his ass beat. And now GameStop is a Fortune 500 company. What do you guys think about all that? Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. It was fuck. I did. I, I, I bought a VPN just so I could watch this fight, which is, by the way, the best purchase so far this year for me by far. But I was watching this shit on my break at work. And as soon as Dustin knocked him out, Oh my God, I did laps. I was screaming, clapping, just throwing my arms in the air, just happy as fuck. I fucking hate Conor McGregor. It was great to see him get fucking deaded like that, especially by the guy whose career he deterred in the beginning. Right. It's just the cycle, just it comes right back at you. The nigga that you thought that, that you thought you put out, put in more work than anybody else, went to be every past champion and suit and and uh, contenders to the championship, as well as lost to the GOAT, but was still credited as the, the harder fight that he had to face. So, like, the only person he really lost to with the, the biggest significance was Habib Nurmagomedov, and still, this man went to beat Conor McGregor down, bro. It was beautiful to see, man. Shout out Dustin Poirier. Damn, Ryan, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big MMA fan, though. That that's my favorite. No, I can tell, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> this weekend has been uh, this week actually. This past couple of weeks have been really good for like the meme economy. I think that Conor McGregor uh, knockout was pretty crazy. Oh, that that was a pretty good one. I, you know what though? I just think it's just so shocking because I didn't. I don't know. I wasn't expecting him to be knocked out like that. You know. Yeah. I don't even know what, what the numbers are at, but I remember like the numbers are pretty high because I was fucking around. I was just like, hey, what if he gets knocked out? <laughs> so I looked it up. What was it, like 10,000? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I believe it. You know how many people lost a lot of money because of this shit? Y'all hear about the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, uh, yes. Uh, like, I'm so pissed at Robin Hood. Like, I just can't believe how Robinhood would do that to its own users. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of wild because I kind of work in that, like I work kind of in that industry. Um, and so just seeing like how, like, first of all, it's just impacted my job and like work has just been slowed down. But like just seeing how like these people were able to make such an impact um, just by coming together was like super inspiring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no totally honestly the way that they did it it really just like even the playing field for sure i mean it's also a reminder of how fragile shit really is and like what we could really do you know what i'm saying like yeah, there, i, I really... feel like this year so far has been a whole reminder of that even like with the capital this is kind of what it felt like to me it felt like uh the stock market like reddit version of what happened at the capital where you know they kind of <laughs> overtook a they kind of overtook a market or kind of overtook an area that wasn't theirs and then they were kind of forced off the property in one. They way did or the another. unheard of. Yeah, well, in the capital, they were they you know their their hands were held or whatever, or you know they were kind of shot with gas out of the thing. And then this one, they uh, tried to force all the people who had that stock to sell it. That was the only option they gave them. They like scared the shit out of them. They speculated that it was going to drop. You know what I mean? That's really scary for somebody who who's like my age. With, mm-hmm. That makes my like my amount of money, and um, puts a thousand dollars in. You know what I mean? That's like a you're of course you're going to sell it. Editors note, those Capitol Hill protesters are trash. GMA to the moon, baby. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I personally, uh, I remember, um, so I actually, I bought into uh, some AMC stock mm-hmm. uh, before it, it really blew up. I, I got it when it was like, 
$16, but I guess, you know what? Actually, it never blew up because of uh, Robinhood, and then you're not allowed to buy uh Yeah, they completely stifled it. Completely yeah. stifled it. Seriously, like, like literally, like I was thinking, like, because I remember seeing the day before the GameStop went all the way to like three seventy five, three eighty five mm-hmm. in like a day, and I'm like, well, this whole year so far, everything's just insane. Everything Wrong. got flipped on its head. I, I know. I feel like everything is being predicted by TikTok and like Instagram influencers, even like the scummiest and like the grossest of them. Like I know this guy who's like a complete degenerate. I don't really want to say his name or give him any sort of endorsement, but he he is like in his car. He's like, this is why you should invest in Dogecoin. And that was like a couple of days ago. And I was like, that's stupid. And then now it's up. And I'm like, damn, if I listened oh. to that idiot, I would have made money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, you know, Dogecoin is doing well. Uh, and I'm out <laughs> some cash with AMC. But you know what, though? I'm going to hold the line because, like, I think, like, because I had a, it had a really good day today. But, um, yeah, I'm just going to hold the line and see just see how this crazy wave is going to end. <laughs> right. Yo, Abe, uh, do you know a little bit about, like, the science of that or, like, the, fi- the financial end of that? Um, like, how, how does that work? I can tell you that um, the short selling thing that they're doing right now is going to be like some people are going to eventually have to pay for that. Like, yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. them inflating that price. So I know that's definitely going to happen. Um, I think Doge is such a cool like coin to invest in because it literally just like proves that money really has no like inherent value. I mean, obviously, there are some things with Doge like how much doge there actually is in circulation that make it a little bit like questionable but um i like it a lot and i think it's just dope that it's like a meme currency you know like uh, do you have investments in it bro yeah i'm putting i put some bread in it today i'm not gonna make it. <laughs> how much i'm not going to tell the pot how much i told <laughs> <laughs> Yo, give us the finance advice. Nah, I mean, uh, uh, that's, that's what I'm trying to no, avoid. No, no, we cannot give any advice. I'm so- I, actually, I don't even know. Like, if we actually can, but every time I see a video of them talking about this, they're all just like, "This is not advice. Like, do not listen to us. Oh yeah, anything not about endorsing. gambling? Parody, parody. Not endorsing this at all? Parody, not not actionable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if I did. <laughs> <laughs> has been up on your guys' radar um y'all been listening to any music um since like nothing like really big on my radar really like popped up i decided to listen to like kind of um kind of music i really don't never really listened to before so i listened to a couple of albums i've listened to uh fuck love parentheses savage by the kid Leroy. <laughs> and oh. yeah look lo- <laughs> I must say, have any of you guys heard of him before? I feel like I've heard the name, but I definitely cannot tell you what he sounds like. Oh, dude, he's a 17-year-old white Australian rapper. <laughs> you know, I didn't know who he was either. Like, I remember, like, the only reason why I listened to him was because I saw a meme 
that compared uh, his Spotify monthly listeners to uh, Lil Baby's. And apparently this kid has, I think, six million more monthly listeners than Lil Baby. No fucking way. He has Yo, more. Are, are you talking about the Kid Leroy? Yes, I'm talking about the Kid Leroy. Oh, the number one rapper in the entire uh, <laughs> on Spotify? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just like, like okay. so I was like, okay, if he's getting this much attention, I, I, I'd be an idiot not to listen to <laughs> him. Uh, I, I think um, what he does is he's kind of like he's stealing the style of uh, Post Malone a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, Roddy Rich. Like, you know what I mean? Like how they sing of how it's like, it's kind of like nasally, but it's like, ooh. It's like melodic like, or whatever. Melod- I guess melodic would be the word for it. But it's just like, I don't know. He just sounds more whiny because, you know, he's 17 years old, you know. <laughs> and the skits on this, like, you know, usually I don't comment on skits because like, I don't really like counting that with the album. But with these skits, terrible. Like, like it, it's actually real funny. Like, here's a skit called Booty Call. And uh, it's basically about how this girl is like pissed off at him and says like, how are you like not going to just text me good morning and then not talk to me all day? Uh, and then you text me like, want me to come over? <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, but uh, you know what, though? I guess that's what 17 year olds go through. <laughs> wait, wait how old is he he's 17 oh my god no yeah but you know what he's trying as much as uh yeah as much as i gotta say like it's i don't know maybe he could be better if he just like i don't know he needs to be more original because it doesn't sound like, like he just sounds like he's just going with uh the flow too much and it's just like I, he just you know it sounds like uh like an industry plan a little bit you know um and then i decided to listen to um dangerous <laughs> the double album by morgan wallen um yeah what? he is a country music uh singer oh uh, let's see yeah <laughs> <laughs> no seriously i think like the two the one person out there that's gonna listen to this like <laughs> might appreciate it um no yeah this one i'm gonna go a lot quicker it was okay the reason why i listened to him is because i just heard so much about him like like i saw in the news that he got uh, kicked off of SNL because uh, he disobeyed their their COVID laws or restrictions. You know, he oh, went wow. to a bar with, with some with some ch- with some chicks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm just like this kid. He's a kid. You know, and this album is for you know a good time. So, you Drew, know, you just, you just been listening to children's music all week. Is that what you're trying to say? No, <laughs> no. Morgan Wallen's not for kids. You know. <laughs> listen to it i don't know i i don't i don't like i don't think it's that bad and um yeah that's uh what i've been listening to damn i mean let me put y'all on real quick man people aren't paying attention to what's going on in michigan with rap right now like eve you saw you you liked the video i posted on ig of that big nigga rapping right that was fire right maybe maybe it was from you or maybe it was from one of my other homies, but I have been hearing that like Michigan is developing like a scene right now. You know what I mean? Oh, it's always been there, but it's coming up more. Like that's the whole thing. Cause right now, Flint got niggas that are that are going crazy. Like Rio the Young OG, fucking RMC Mike, Crispy Life Kid. You know, like they they killing it. You know what I mean? These guys they just have like one up versus. You know, they just go back and forth, back and forth, and like trying to like 
one-liner each other to the max and it's just it's it's amazing and then when they when they do their own thing it's it fires like they just freestyling and just having fun with it on the other side detroit got like sada baby icewear vezo yeah baby tron yeah. fucking just off top you know like uh bino and, and drago like these guys everybody over there got the distinct style it's all really really fun like crazy spastic and all types of shit yo like yeah i I like i like the beats on those it sounds like a like 80s music or like robocop or something like that yeah it's it's a sound that that i guess they developed with a lot of people coming back and forth from california is what i heard on the podcast Mm -hmm. at least that's how babytron was explaining it i I think if i remember correctly yeah they, they they do have a lot of collabs with like rappers from LA and apparently Nipsey Hussle had it a few collabs with some people out of Detroit that, that didn't make it to the surface, but he's like hailed over there pretty significantly too, which is pretty cool. So overall, I just think that people got to start paying attention to what's going on in Michigan, yo, like for real. Everything I show you, bro, is it not fire, Ryan? Yeah. Um, yeah, all the stuff you've been showing me is pretty good. I mean, even out of um, Flint, uh, BFP the Pac-Man, He's from Flint, right? I think he's from. I think he's from Flint. I'm not. I, I'm not sure, but just that whole scene. He's my favorite of uh, the, um, you know, the Michigan rappers at this point. I think uh, he has such a distinct yeah. style. He's so ridiculous yeah. the way that he, <laughs> the things that he says, <laughs> the things that he comes yeah. out with, the shirts that him he wears. And, uh, I'm not even gonna say <laughs> what's on the shirts. <laughs> it, oh yeah, him and TJX6, bro. They just they oh, take it. Oh, I forgot about him. TJX6 oh, is from Michigan. Yeah, he's from uh, Detroit. Oh yeah, Cash and Quan too. Cash and Quan from Detroit. All of them, they like I said, Michigan heavy with it. They got all these different type of rappers. Like they bought scamming into it. Yeah, they bought <laughs> they bought like all different types of new like drug slang and shit. Like it, it's it's weird, but it, it, it's dark and it's fucking also like hilarious. Cause they'll be talking about selling drugs and then the next bar like my favorite bar right now is when crispy life kids say i caused a scene at mcdonald's i do not like pickles like they always come up with such, <laughs> such funny things to say tjx6 is and Kasher kwan there's this song the song beavis and butthead that they have it's like the funniest shit mm-hmm. like they're just they're just like yelling back and forth just like getting like more and more absurd it's like one time i oh, went yeah. back and wrote it di- one back in time and wrote a dinosaur or something like that <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's riff dueling like it, it's so much fun yeah they great. really just go right at it but like i, I swear that was like really really good i think y'all need to start paying attention to him specifically out of the bunch mm-hmm. so it, it's sick all of it's sick for real yo so uh e, what have you been listening to me i've been listening to um some new stuff. So the new stuff I've been listening to is like metal. This album called Necroceros by Asphyx. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that on Pitchfork's like shit to listen to over the weekend. Um, it was pretty dope. Not gonna lie. I think, um, you know, I haven't listened to metal in a while. So this was like refreshing for me, but it, it's like, it's a very cool album for me because like it sounds very, um, like heavily influenced by death metal but it also has like influences from like classic rock like 
you know, guitar solos that remind you of like Dimebag Daryl from fucking Pantera and shit. So it's like a very eclectic. Yeah, R.I.P. Bro, to the uh, to one of the goats. Even though I don't fuck with that Confederate fucking shit. Yeah, um, you know, it was it was just like it felt like a very like inspired um, take on some death metal. So that was cool. I'm definitely gonna keep that in my rotation for the next couple of weeks. Also been listening to some some of my favorite just like underground hip hop right now. Some of y'all might know I love Xavier Wolf. Truly, like truly, truly, mm-hmm. want to give all of the praise to Xavier Wolf. You know, Devilish Trio. If y'all heard of them. Um, another great band, another great group uh, from that like Memphis area, uh, very influenced by like you know Three Six Mafia and all that shit. Um, but yeah, Devilish Trio. I don't know if y'all have heard of them, but like they that those three man, they make some really dope music. I, like I, I can't like have have any of y'all heard of them? I'm just curious. Uh, nah. what, what kind of music do they make? Is it like it sounds like maybe they're hardcore rap or something like that, like a Zilla comedy? Yeah. It's like it's like underground. It's like very uh, three six mafia influence, like mm-hmm. underground shit. Um, I fucking love them because like they're they're just like I don't know they, they they I think two of them are white, one dude is black. So like they have a very I guess like interesting perspective in their music. Like they're very like they're from Tennessee too. So like you kind of get mm-hmm. that they have like a different political view than mm-hmm. like you might have, but like they talk about some real shit. Like all of their lyrics are definitely just like very anti like establishment. I don't know. I fuck with it because it's like it gives me a perspective of like what like white dudes in you know Tennessee are fucking who like hip hop. You know what I mean? Are, are mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. of feeling. Um, yeah, it's not a perspective that you see all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, totally. It's nice to have like a refreshing, like at least like a new view using like a medium that we're all used to. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I've been listening to them since I was in college. Like, they had a really big them, Xavier Wolf, you know, Chris Travis, like Bones. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Who else? Who else? You know, all those dudes, bro. They they just make some really cool music, and you know, I'm starting to get back into that, that scene because it's a scene that I really have seen like develop as I've you know just grown up and shit. And I really wanted to go some cool places, so I'm always just like keeping my ear over there. Yeah, check them out. Check them out. Check out Devilish Trio. Check out Xavier Wolf. Um, Ryan, you mentioned Suicide Boys. So, like, what what have you been listening to? Suicide Boys are a great group. Uh, I have not been listening to Suicide Boys, but I have been listening to this new uh, album by Pompoka. It's this, uh, like, pop punk band out of Oslo, Norway. They're, like, very, very good. They make, like, very quick, very fast, like, punk music. Kind of reminds me of the Gorillas, actually. That's actually where I heard about them. The dude from the Gorillas uh, put their uh, album up, like as a recommended. So I thought it was really good. I gave that a C plus. And then uh, I don't know if you guys saw my Ash Nico review. Did you guys read that or no? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't read it either. It's all good. Uh, oh wait, no, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> No, because this was the one, yeah, this the the one where we got the smoke. My bad. I just forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Wait, I don't like Ash Nico. Ash Nico, bro. Oh, no, I do. Yeah, I did read this one. <laughs> oh, great. Bro, I, yeah, no. Yeah. Are you guys just like, pretending? I, the... No, it's just her name. It's just her name. I did not, like, I didn't know how to pronounce that shit, bro. Yeah. Plus, I saw that you gave her a, a D minus, and I'm just like. They almost have. 
yeah yeah let's say what like yeah i feel like um i think minus is a rare grade i feel like <laughs> yeah i i didn't want to give her an f because honestly it's not uh unlistenable like i could have it on in the background i just like it's to the point where it's almost like i'm ready to turn it off but i can i can listen all the way through mm. you know what i mean because the sound is like very palatable it's like you know trap music whatever but um it's just generic trap music and the things that she sings about over these like songs are so like weird she's just like oh, i don't fucking know she has a song called clitoris the musical and it's like <laughs> it switches up from a trap beat to like a really like generic like crappy like broadway piano kind of thing and oh, okay she's just like i don't know she the the chorus is like cisgender heterosexual man i'm tired of your fumbling hands can I, can I, can I, can I go on a rant for a second? Yeah. <laughs> go like, off. My yeah. thing is, bro, like, how are you fucking over here fucking taking my fucking genre and then talking shit about, like, cis males and all this shit? And you're making trap beats, bro? Like, are you for real? I, 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 I find that so ironic. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe you could argue it's, like, appropriating, like, reading, yeah, like... I didn't want to say it to you, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean... It's just whack. Like, I just think that's so corny. And I think, like, this whole trend of, like, people just, like, putting, like, making trap beats because they can is just so fucking whack. And you can hear it in, like, people's music. Like, I don't know. Like, you can, you can, like, you can just tell when you're listening to, like, some Dolph, you know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. like, listen to, like, whoever, Ash, Nico, whoever the fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. It's just, like, using trap production, appropriating trap production to just, like, I don't like dick around with I don't even know what the purpose of it is because she's trying to make a statement but it's like so immature and so like surface level and her perspective is like what is her perspective you know what I mean like she was she grew up rich like oh, you know, what's her perspective I don't know like I yeah. was a trap music I don't understand but uh yeah anyway I, I was also listening to Mad Lib Ryan uh, who's on he's I think he's eating his crab rangoon right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bitch I'm vegan <laughs> <laughs> I'll slap the shit out of you, nigga. Hell no, nah, man. I mean, these plantains. Get the fuck out of here. Crab Rangoon. Maybe it's imitation crab Rangoon. I don't know. But... <laughs> I'll fuck you up, you imitation crab ass nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Me and Ryan were listening to Mad- Me and Ryan were listening to Madlib earlier. Uh, this new Madlib instrumental album. It's pretty good. I don't know if you guys have heard of Madlib. Um, like he made the two albums with Freddie Gibbs. He made Mad Villain. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I know Madlib. I just—he's uh, a producer, right? Yeah, he's a Stone Store producer. He's like they were all, on Adult Swim. They would always play his beats, like between commercials and stuff like that. Him and Jay Dilla. But um, this album is is pretty crazy because usually he makes beat tapes every year, and they're kind of like throwaways, and like nobody really—I mean, people listen to them, but it's kind of more for like music nerds, I guess. Uh-huh. But this is like a—it's a fully instrumental kind of album, but it's like very cinematic, and it's very like the samples are really crazy. It seems like he really crafted it. So I would definitely recommend that. I'm not sure exactly what I want to grade that yet. I'm kind of still in the process, but um, yeah, that's one of the albums I've been listening to. And then the best album that I've listened to in the past two weeks, at least, is this new Navy Blue album. I don't know if you guys heard that, but I'm going to play a song later uh, from that album. But this Navy Blue album is incredible. I don't know if you've ever seen like the Supreme, you know, like the Supreme, like the skateboarding brand. Mm-hmm. Um, every time they come mm-hmm. out with like their fall, winter, whatever, like lookbook, mm-hmm. he's like always one of the models in there. He's also yeah yeah he's also on the he's on the supreme skate team the fucking awesome skate team he's crazy he like does it all uh he's I think he's like twenty three something like that he's an Earl protege too but, yeah I think I personally think that Earl camp is like the most not the most but one of the most interesting camps out right now like 
mm-hmm. at least top three. Cause like this album, this navy blue joint is crazy. It, it's insane. Like, like Earl's just so influential. It just feels like he like you know, whenever he says something, it reverberates down down uh-huh. his his line to like his proteges because like on on some rap songs he's talking about punching the wall and his hand is bleeding, and then on the Navy Blue album the same thing pops up again. Or then you'll hear a Makami album and he'll rap about him like punching a wall and his hand bleeding. It's like really crazy. They like sharing in this pain together, and they're all talking about how they their dad left at like an early age too. But it's pretty crazy. I I, I really love this album. Uh, I love all the the themes that keep popping up. Uh, what was the one? It's like I'm feeling na- the one the one lyric on the song uh, 1491, uh, which is a Christopher <laughs> Christopher Columbus diss song. Uh, <laughs> he has this one lyric where he says, uh, "I'm feeling baby blue like my father's cigarettes," which is like can be read so many different ways, and it's really impressive to see somebody like you know close to our age and like who's not super experienced in rap like coming up with these kind of MF Doom like or Pusha T like can go in multiple different ways type of lines. So yeah, that was super impressive. The song Self-Harm is really good. The song Tired is really good, where he's like talking about all these kind of things like gentrification. He's talking about like the uh, protests and riots. Like he's tired of like having to go out and there's no change being made, no systemic change, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a really relevant stuff. It's super relevant. You guys really got to give it a listen. It came out the end of last year. Um, I didn't get to listen to it last year. And a lot of people, even Pitchfork rated it this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm counting it for this year. So I think this for this year, it's, so far i'm gonna make i'm gonna stake a claim that it's the best album so far this year well i guess best album of the month then i agree I <laughs> best agree. of the year so far and uh best song of the year so far i'm gonna play that real i agree for you guys yeah this shit is great so this is 1491 yeah play it right now editors no don't you ever tell me what to do troy don't you ever ever in your life try and tell me what to do Navy blue to show us, it takes a lot to do this. Trust, trust, uh. I used to kiss my Saint Christopher, fuck Christopher Columbus. 1491, it's one and done, this shit is fucked up. Sitting in my thoughts, and smoking dolo in the spot. So many photos on the wall, like most of the times that I was caught. In a web that I had spun myself, the damage did a lot. Couldn't fortify the troops, said do do do, the block is hot. I got brothers in the ends though, so whom I miss a lot. They got machetes in they track pants, the Swissy in the sock. Just say a prayer for a black man. I've been feeling down, I couldn't wait to help myself cope. I'm overcome with doubt, stuck in this shit like Velcro. Tell those I care about to delve home, missed it. All the mischief I carry round is hell hole. Structure on the church lid, spire like a mellow. My family came from London off a road called Portobello. Parallel to Labrador Grove, I know the way it gets. When he's stepping through a city well known with no regrets. Shoulders ain't for crying on when feelings intersect. I've been feeling baby blue just like my father's cigarettes. Uh, I used to kiss my Saint Christopher, fuck Christopher Columbus. 1491, it's one and done, this shit is fucked up. Uh, this shit is fucked up. All right, moving on to our next subject. Um, I don't know. I had a really good feeling that uh, I thought Drake was going to drop Certified Lover Boy uh, this Friday, but it looks like uh, it didn't happen. That's crazy. Yo, Troy, did you buy your unicycle and your nose and the makeup and everything? I did. I, I did, man. I, I saw the picture, you know, of that of how he shaved that heart in his head. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Certified Lover Boy, bound to drop soon. But anyways. 
I'm, I'm pretty hyped for it. And honestly, like I, I like to get hyped for it. I, I was listening to his discography and man, he had some like really good albums throughout the years. Is, is Drake a goat? Is he is like, Drake, how do y'all feel about is Drake the goat? Is he a goat? Is he the goat? Is he a goat? Yeah. He's he, not the no, goat, no. but he is a goat. I yeah, he is say. a goat. He is a goat, not the mm-hmm. goat. Yeah. No, yeah. One okay, single so, goat. So why do you think that? Well, his quality has kind of dropped off, I would say, significantly because Scorpion was kind of, eh. He really never fails to to hit the mark in some way. And with every album, he creates a new base of diehards to that album. It's weird. It's like it's like Drake fans have sect have sections. You know what I'm saying? It's not something you see much of. You feel me? So, yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely know. a phenomenon the way that he came through with all these different yeah, kinds of styles. And he has no, he, he really splintered his audience off because if you if you ever go to a Drake concert, he'll have the aggressive segments where he'll do like. Uh, uh, worst behavior and all that kind of stuff and then you know then he'll have like the simp kind of segment where it's like him you know on the piano and there's candles and like you know what i'm saying like <laughs> all that <laughs> chandelier or whatever yeah just I just think... singing about uh about women and success yeah <laughs> you guys are great i love you like that type of shit you know what i'm saying just hold on we're going home going yeah. home <laughs> yeah segments for sure no totally. nah, like like i think i think the I think Drake's run, right? Like how long he's been on this run is just like crazy. Like he's been doing this for how long oh. now? Like you know what I mean? Like I was in it, uh, middle school, I think, when Drake mm-hmm. was like dropping. You know what I mean? Like yeah, dude, we were all in middle gone. school, right? Right? Was it so far gone in middle school or some shit? Now yeah, I'm- it was uh, two thousand nine. Best I ever had was the first. Best thing I ever had. Out, right? First, yeah, yeah first Drake song that. everyone's heard was. Best I saw I him live. Had. I saw him yeah. live the next year. I saw him do the uh, before his first album. That shit was crazy. Really? Well, was, yeah. What was that like? <laughs> oh my god, it was insane. He opened for Paramore, and he was taking way too long. What? Yeah, he so <laughs> opened for Paramore. This is you know yeah, what, so, that makes a lot of sense for this version of Drake. So this oh. is that bamboo, this is that bamboozle. Ryan uh, rem- might remember this. Uh, Basically, yeah, Drake opened for Paramore, right? And he, uh, it was the year that Lil Wayne went to jail. So they were talking about freeing Wayne, this and that. And they were taking up so much stage time with like all this stuff and all these people. And then he brought out Birdman. And then it got to a point where the audience was so disengaged that they started booing Drake and like throwing water bottles and stuff at him. (laughs) Until he got off the stage. Because it was a Paramore audience? Yeah, because Paramore was right next door. So when Drake ends, that's when Paramore was going to go, right? But Drake took like an hour over his time. Damn. And like he was, he was all kind of like a nobody at that point. His biggest song was over, or maybe that one song with Eminem and Kanye West and stuff like that with the Sprite commercial song. Oh, uh, oh, uh, um, forever. Yeah. So that was the biggest. Uh, that that was the biggest song that he had. And you know, obviously Paramore. This is like a this is like an emo uh, kind of concert where they have like I see stars and like um, I don't I mean, know. I don't know, Weird man. Strong, first time, I, first time like I heard that. best I ever had. I'm just like this guy has a pass for life. Yeah, but bro, if you were if you were at this concert, you'd understand it. They had the guy from Scary yeah. Movie Three, who was the rapper. They yeah. had him on a side stage, and people were going crazy for him. And then they would have like bu- like Bullet from My Valentine, and like uh, holy shit, like all these like metal bands and stuff like that. They had Insane Clown Posse at the same time as like Wiz Khalifa went here. Just like crazy, just like in, it was like mm. the most ridiculous lineup. They they definitely went bankrupt. Yeah, they had Yankovic opening for Lincoln Park one year craziest fucking lineup like you've ever seen they, they probably lost a lot of their money that's like what i assume happened 
Bro, cool. I, w- I wish I could go back in time and just experience like the arts music, bro. Like that, it's just. <laughs> Uh, I was inside. I was inside. You know what I mean? I wasn't outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't go to concerts when you were younger? No, nah, dude, my first concert, but like my mm-hmm. first like festival, or like the one I remember the most was Firefly. And um I saw Arctic Monkeys. What uh what you <laughs> Troy Troy, you probably remember I was like a fucking diehard Arctic monkeys. He loved Arctic he loved cold monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? No, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, but yeah. Uh, what what year was that, man? That was uh 2014, bro. That was that was your first concert, 2014. 2014, yeah, yeah bro. 14. So. What was that? that freshman was... year of high school? No, that was like senior year of high school. Senior senior year, damn, man. But no, I, I think I went to Maine America before that. Though. Yeah, oh, let's say okay. Maine America. I think the year. Did you go the first year? Um, I, I think I did go the first year. I think that was the year. ASAP Rocky was there. I, I've been to Made America a couple times. I saw Juice at Made America. Right. Dude, you know what's funny? Ryan and I saw Juice at uh, Made America. Oh, we were, there. <laughs> we, we were there at the same time. Wait, wait, wait. Did you see him in the small crowd or the big crowd? Because he was the there two years in a row. Yeah. The, Yo, he, he was no doing way. wasted. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he had the GTA lope, just wasted. Yeah, wasted. <laughs> Bro. That was that was an amazing experience. We were carrying this guy. He was crowd surfing, but nobody else wanted to crowd surf him. So me and Troy were just carrying him like a battering ram through the crowd, trying to get to the front. <laughs> the funniest shit. Oh my god, that was like bamboozle. Yeah. Honestly, that was so similar to the Paramore and like four year strong concert I went to when I was like in two thousand. What was it like two thousand eight or two thousand nine? Yeah. Yo, yo. So so wait, get this. Also, the next year after Drake uh, was there, Lil Wayne got out of jail, and he mm-hmm. performed right. So I saw Motley Crue, who was playing at the same time as ICP. That's right, actually. That's, that's what I said before was wrong. So, so I could have chosen either one of them. I chose Motley Crue. I was really always all the way up by like the left side, so I could barely see the band, but like I was really up close. That, yeah. Then we saw Lil Wayne, and then and then get this at the end of the concert, at the end of the Lil Wayne concert, Osama bin Laden captured, and uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? Terminated to a permanent end. Whatever John Cena said. That was that night. Oh my god. <laughs> craziest lineup ever that's like wow. all the odds combined bro that's everything you needed to know about that, that yes yeah, so so yes e, but i do gotta agree drake's been here for a while <laughs> so, so i was hearing about unsolved bin laden being killed um while pussy monster was playing in the background essentially <laughs> Poor man. wild wildly different wild. <laughs> things right there wow but yeah, Drake Drake is in a hell of a run. He's he's been around for so long. Like, um, this, yeah, seriously, like middle school, and it's just like I feel like um, no matter like right after um, his first project, like like he's never dropped like a bad like a really bad album. Like he would always have at least have like two, three, no, like maybe four songs that are just like amazing on him on the album you know what i mean where you're talking about an album as a whole or like singles because he's never had bad singles i would say i would you know he's always well i guess uh i guess singles yeah i will say singles um more of those on the album but i don't know i feel like some albums have uh have uh you know more songs that aren't singles i don't know scorpion i want to like come around on but there's so many songs that i dislike but there's like there's a few songs that i dislike that i'm like kind of on the fence about you know what i mean yeah like what I like Summer Games a lot, actually. That's a very weird song. 
it's that song is crazy but um there's a few songs in there that i'm not too crazy about i don't know like the jay-z featuring one i don't really like that much yeah uh jaded i don't like that much final fantasy i don't like that much i don't know i'm that, that's the that's the only one that i can really contest as like being bad but everything else yeah yeah but said, um this album does like have some like pretty good songs like i mean i think nice for what is one of drake's best songs he's ever he's ever nice made for, in his career nice for what is a great song yeah there, i mean there are like three or four really really good songs on that album in my opinion but yeah that oh. god's plan god's plans real good too right yeah come on that's that i don't really like that song honestly not that bad. I hate that song. Did y'all like Dark Lane demo tapes? I like yes. it better. I did actually. Loved I, it. I yeah. did like you know what? I did like it better than um Scorpion. Scorpion. Um, I don't know. I just did, I thought like um I don't know. I like this moodier Drake better than uh than uh I guess pop rap Drake Drake right now. Yeah, this reminds Drake. me of Hate Drake. You know what I mean? Like Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we in the six. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you, you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of um was that one mixtape he had it was life more life not more life oh the care package right does it remind you of the care package that thing that came out like two years ago or something where it had all of his like old shit on it maybe like uh so far gone <laughs> yeah. this is terrible podcasting right now guys <laughs> so sorry. i just want to pause for one second he figured it out guys it reminded him of views you know what reminds me of remind me of views views um because there's just more intimate drake you know what i mean like it wasn't all just about like 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 being like a like a big uh pop star or yeah big pop star i guess yeah, yeah. views kind of snuck up on me it's kind of i, I like the themes of like the seasons like it starts off in winter and what is it ends in summer or something like that and goes back to winter. Some of the songs kind of have like little mood pieces in between, like ambient kind of mood pieces and like sounds and stuff like that kind of in between the songs to make it feel like a almost like a movie. I really mm-hmm. like that aspect of it. No, exactly. Yeah, and plus like um I just like how like the production like uh he really like toned it down too from what Scorpion was cuz like I feel like on Scorpion like when he tried to make like a more emotional track, it just fell flat. Like uh, unlike on uh, the de- um, the demo tape one, like I, I think those songs like pop a little more. Like Chicago Freestyle I, featuring uh, Givian, it, it, like it kind of reminds me of uh, was it uh, Saint Pablo on Kanye's Life yeah, of Pablo album? It definitely does. It has a similar guy because um, th- that one is Givian, but yeah. the one on Kanye's album has Sanfa, and I, I thought that it was Sanfa originally on Chicago Freestyle. Yeah, I did too. And then I was just like, oh, it's like a new guy. But like, you know, it's the piano. It's the smooth chorus. It's just like so emotional. Like, you know, it was really it was a really nice song. Yeah, it reminded me of the song too much from um, Nothing Was the Same. Because that also had Sanfa on it. You ever hear mm-hmm. that song? Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. that th- This album, I liked it, but it really made me depressed. Like, like yeah. I, it's almost like I can't listen to it that much anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just associated with that feeling so much. But like there, there definitely were some bangers on here, some depressing bangers, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like like the Tuesday slide. Oh, yo, even- <laughs> 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 yeah. When he told me to put my left foot up and my right foot in and do the hokey pokey, whatever, I was like bawling my eyes out. You're not. You're not I'm, like, I'm trying, man. I'm <laughs> trying. <laughs> Happy stuff, bro. You guys want to hear something funny about that though? Uh- <laughs> 
Remember how you guys were talking? Remember how one of you mentioned the Hannibal Burris uh, thing with the gardening? Like you shouldn't be listening to music while you're gardening or whatever. Yeah, I was listening to that album a lot while yeah. I was gardening in the summer, a ton. <laughs> and I was I did the two C slide a couple times. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I did the two C slide by myself a couple times. Dude, yeah, I'm, right. I'm not gonna lie either. Same. But like, <laughs> like I hated that I, shit, but I hate it. But I put it on every playlist. Step. The what? <laughs> You you did the cracker step, nigga. That's what you did. <laughs> you were just doing the cracker step up and down the garden. No, nah, actually, it was. Called, I think it's called the two C slide. That's that must be another yeah. dance. I don't know. That must be some <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> you must be mixing up the the. Nah, you were doing the cracker. You were, you were doing. Sir, I'm doing the two Z slide. Excuse me, sir. I'm doing the two Z slide. See, I put my left foot up. It's just like all the classic, uh, you know, get up and dance at the wedding song. They tell you the instructions right in the song. You don't even need to know how to dance. Your grandma can do it. Don't you? You are not grandma. Put, you moms not on TikTok were doing the two Z slide. Mambo number five. It's the you same exact song. Fucking... It's the same exact song. And Mambo number five is better. Shit. You know what? How are you comparing the two? <laughs> Lou Bega, bro. That guy's a legend. <laughs> yo yo I got a serious question you guys think if uh mambo number five came out today you think it would be like the biggest song ever because of tiktok what is it'd mambo- be on a shrek it'd be on a shrek soundtrack <laughs> what that, is mambo number five wait you don't know what mambo number five is no i don't know what the fuck mambo all right all right is. oh you do <laughs> You, you definitely do mambo italiano or some shit no you know mambo no, number no, five no, 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 no. <laughs> You definitely know Mama number five, so Captain dumb. Ass Nigga. Yeah, it's so you know dumb. Mama number five. This is Mama number five. I gotta play this for you real quick. No, I like the Tuesday slide though. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was yeah. the beat was kind of smooth, uh, but the lyrics were bad. You know, I think if uh, the lyrics were, were better, um, if it wasn't made for, for like a social media challenge uh, or like a dance song, I think it would be. Uh, I think it'd be. Bad. You know, there are worse dance songs though, like Mambo number five. There's some good challenges though, like the the busted challenge. That's a good one. <laughs> the busted challenge. Get out of here. Oh Hello, nine one one. Yes, I need the horny police stat. The <laughs> <laughs> horny bonk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which what challenges do you want to talk about, Troy? <laughs> no, wait. No. no, let's talk about that real quick because that's funny as shit. Who 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 was posting <laughs> all those thirst traps from these women? Uh, on on the anti art page this this week, I'm, I'm wondering who was responsible. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I have no idea. That's weird. Oh, okay. Really, nigga, you have no idea. Sippy the clown. No really, idea. Nigga? There's no. Uh-huh. I mean, I got. I have a VPN, so if you want to search the IP address of who put it, like you're. you're good and luck. I share that VPN with you. Yeah, but so that means that you could have easily posted it because <laughs> it was posted from Norway. Somebody was horny as shit. You sure about yeah. that? Yeah. It was it was it was him. It was it was it was Ryan. Yeah, it's you exactly. Fuck <laughs> it was you. Nah, you know what was funny though? I was thinking about um about like posting on the story of just like uh the meme of like horny police and just being like, yo, whoever is doing this on the page. <laughs> For real, like that shit was just, just get like, real meta. <laughs> For real. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's doing that needs to stop. It is a little bit too much. I agree. This is getting cut out of the episode. <laughs> I have a girl. 
<laughs> no, no, of course not to one. That's why I, like, I was thinking, like, yo, as a fake marketing scheme, we, we just uh, put bro, more sim posts and then put the warning. All right, like, you know what? You know what, guys? Let's just post pictures of Eminem on the on the story. That's what we're gonna do. It's gonna, we're gonna be an Eminem appreciation post page. It's gonna be all of Eminem's best pictures. J Cole, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in, a, in a crowd, whatever. That's that's what the page is gonna be now. The story. We'll, we'll dedicate the page to the the, the Eminem. J. Cole, I mean, Eminem, uh, Logic. Who else? Who, who yeah, else? Logic got a new album. It's, it's on the way. Let's do it. Yeah. Love KRS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, just so uh, back on task. Uh, Ryan, what's cut- your favorite uh, Drake album? Which one? <laughs> I, I I got something to say about this man Drake. All right, Eve, what's your what's your uh, thoughts on Drake? I feel like with this next uh, album, like I don't know. Tell me what y'all think, but. I feel like Drake, I was listening to academics and he was, he was making this point too, but um, he was like, yo, Drake is like at the point basically where like people are waiting for him to fall off. You know what I mean? And so mm. it's like this album, it's kind of like, he, he was, he was kind of arguing that this album would be like the first to be like, okay, like can Drake like, you know, really sustain, you know, mm-hmm. this, this run that he's having or is it is it is it over? You know what I mean. And I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of agreed in some ways because I do feel like Drake has been on a hell of a run. And I do feel like Scorpion wasn't like that impressive. Care Package wasn't that impressive. Like Darkling Demo Tapes. Like again, like these are these aren't his most standout albums. You know what I mean. He, he's mm-hmm. putting out a lot of literal throwaways and B sides. Like he calls them B sides. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. for real. Like we we haven't and even more life. We haven't got. Like, that yeah, was a album, but that was like you know supposed to be like a playlist vibe. You know what I mean? So, I, I will I will defend more life to death though because that is actually a really great album. It's great. It's it's definitely great. You know what I mean? Like definitely great. Um, like, but is it better than Dark Lane uh, demo tapes? Way better. Yeah, the, I mean the people that he gets on there are just crazy. He has a song. He has like a soul song with Kanye. Um, he has a couple songs where he's pretending to be a Caribbean guy. And he's like, he sounds like Jimmy Buffett or something like that. It's like, he just, it's just ridiculous. Like he has the most ridiculous songs on that. He has that song with Young Thug, uh, Ice Melts. I don't know if you guys ever heard that one. No, that, that's a good one. That's a great song. Yeah, um, that's a great song. Well, the intro is good. Free Smoke is really good. Honestly, I like Passion Fruit, yes. but I feel like yes, that song is. just takes too long. Sorry. No, no, Passion Fruit is the one that I was thinking of. Passion Fruit is like one More of life. the top, oh, top five Drake songs. I, I love passion fruit more life is probably my favorite product of his i would say like it's even more life for his views for me like more life got me into skepta which i appreciate skepta being like one of my favorite rappers right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also it really was just like so like all over the place versatile and shit that like i can put it on at whatever point and it was just heat for the most part it had its few duds, but in comparison, like the duds on Scorpion, they weren't really as bad. For sure, more, more like yeah. definitely but, has uh, more hits than than duds, and then Scorpion, I think, it has more duds than hits for sure. Like I was saying, more life's more life's duds are way better than Scorpion's duds, like one hundred percent. Yeah, because good. Scorpion's duds are like straight up, just falling straight to the to the face, like straight mm-hmm. onto his face. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think like the reason why it felt like that. Well, one is because there's too many songs on here. Like it, it's an oversaturation of Drake. I you know I I will say, and also, like I just think like um, I don't know. It was just weird. Like like why did you have a Michael Jackson feature on on the album? 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, he he also did it on views with with Pimp C. I wasn't really too keen on that one either. I don't know. I don't know where he finds like the features, like especially that Michael Jackson one. Mm-hmm. Just like it's just weird that he had that on there. I don't know. No, yeah, totally. But but honestly, if I gotta say, I think my favorite Drake project has to be Views. I think like this is like Drake when he was like peak Drake. Like that intro of Keep the Family Close, like that was amazing. Um, honestly, I even like um like the big hits on here too. Hotline Bling. Do you guys remember how how, how like big Hotline Bling was? <laughs> Top five like, Drake song, in my opinion. Dude, honestly, like you know what, like Hotline Bling is like was like the uh the motto for him in two thousand when, when this album come out, two thousand sixteen. Because like fucking when that song came out, everybody had had to get the hoodie. Every <laughs> oh, the yellow hoodie. <laughs> yeah, the, the well, yeah, back then. But this time it was the Hotline Bling hoodie. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he was like that on top of his game. He was a cultural movement at the time. Oh, that's true. I think I almost bought one of those actually, like an Seriously, embroidered man. one. He was the hottest man alive. Like, <laughs> pause. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like, like everybody fucked with Drake. You know, like especially, um, yeah. And then he came out with like Pop Style and then Child's Play. Like honestly, too. Like uh, with that song he has with uh, Party Next Door with you. Oh my god! Whenever uh, Party Next song. Door, the powerful song. Yeah, whenever those two get together, fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But you, you know what's crazy, bro? I'm really sitting here. I'm looking at Take Care because I don't I don't listen to Take Care all the time. But I'm looking at Take Care, bro. This shit is almost perfect. So I disagree. Take Care is my favorite Drake I, album. I, I would agree. But go ahead. I, I I hate that album so much. I hate Take Care. And I hate Take Care. I it, it was hate straight Take up, Care. It was so good. It was it was ruined for me. With one having grown up where we grown up, number two, uh, I just did not like any of the singles except the one that the the one track with the weekend, which is Big Fire. Everything you didn't like the Andre Three Thousand feature. Yeah, what about what, what about the song with Rick Ross? Lord knows that's a good song. Oh, that's a real good one. So fucking good. Yeah, that one's good too. But like, those are pretty much the only two I care about. Like Heifer, really, nigga. Heifer's fire. Hell that yeah, fucking, fucking right. Annoying. Oh my god. Yeah. That shit was so oh, great. Yeah, Hell right. yeah, <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> That's yeah. a fucking classic. That was yeah. a huge song for him. That was yeah. huge. Hell yeah. Hell Honestly. Yeah. Somebody play that at my wedding, bro. I'm fucking right. Fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Funny. Marvin's uh, Room? Marvin, come oh, on. Oh yeah, Marvin's Room is a great song. <laughs> So many memes spawned out of that. You know what I mean? He spawned two, four letters. Once like, again, he was a cultural movement. Every, he fucking dominated everything. He, he came up with YOLO. He, he came that. up with YOLO on this. He yeah. was a meme. He's really good at making himself relevant in every single album. He, he is very good at that. He is. I think, I, think the, I think what makes 2011, 2010, 2013 Drake so fucking fire is how, mm. how relevant he really was at the time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. This, he he just because he had Wayne, he had Rihanna. You know what I mean? Like they were mm-hmm. super relevant. Yeah, he was dating Rihanna too. Yeah, <laughs> and Nikki was blowing up at that time, so she was super mm-hmm. relevant. Yo, Young yeah. Money, Cash Money Productions. They they were. It was oh, like, and he was on Bedrock. Yeah, <laughs> that song. Dude, yeah. Bedrock. Oh my god. Look, and he had Ross on there. Ross was like, you know, Ross had always been putting in work, but you know, 2010 was. I I say that was like. 
around the time when I started really listening to Ross as like a pop rap, uh, I guess rapper, yeah. Um, yeah like BMF and stuff like that? Yeah, like BMF, Aston Martin. Bro, Aston Martin. Oh, that's a great song. Aston Bro. Martin. Yeah, that shit was good. Yeah, that era. That was just a fucking era. Bro. Yeah, dude. Honestly, yeah. You know what, though? Like, Drake's and Drake was the dude who was inspiring that all, you know? Like, he really just came out of nowhere, had, had like, the biggest songs ever, and then he always topped himself every single time. Yeah. And he was working with the biggest, best acts. He had Khaled when Khaled was hot. You when, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, really... You know what, though? Like, I, I saw on, like, Genius, where, like, Drake is, like... If you have a feature from Drake, that that's instantly like 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 a, a platinum song, like a gold song. You know, like just mm-hmm. having that Drake feature is just so valuable now in the in the rap game. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. And you were even saying about Khaled, like back back then uh, with Khaled, he even has songs up to this day with Khaled that are somehow charting, even though they're terrible. Yeah. What's oh that? my God, Pop Star has what uh, three hundred ten million streams right now. Yeah. What do you guys think about that song? Honestly, I like it. <laughs> I don't know. Pop star. I mean, pop star was alright, but like you know, it's catchy. Uh, I like the beat. How it's not like too like you know, it's pretty chill. You can have it in the background when you're like, you know, working in quarantine or you're fucking chilling. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I like the music video too of how uh, he got Justin Bieber <laughs> to to be the pop star. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Like I like you know like I who knew that nowadays that Justin Bieber would, would be the cool one. Uh. <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I won't say he like he's a cool person or anything because you know, like he be a dick sometimes. But in the music video, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, I guess I guess that's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Do Do you think uh, pop star is like indicative of like what he's going for in his next album, or do you think it's going to be completely different? Do you think it's going to be more like the Little Dirk uh, single? <clears throat> I I think it's be more like the Little Dirk single, um, unless Khalid ha- is putting his hands right, like, hands on it. So my bad, my bad. I mean, no, you can go. What's, what? No, I'm just wondering what what's the Dirk single? Uh, Laugh down, cry later. Yeah. Oh, word. Okay. No, yeah. I I, I kind of hope it goes in more in that direction. If I'm being honest, because like uh, Drake, like I think the reason why he's also relevant is he's very good at rapping about luxury. You know, being you know the top guy, being yeah. hanging out with these athletes, hanging out with these actors and actresses. You know, going to the Nike factory and mm-hmm. just dicking around just because. He's with LeBron. You know what I mean? He's with Nike. He's with Apple. He's always mm-hmm. like associating mm-hmm. himself. Chrome Hearts. <laughs> yeah. Chrome Hearts, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, I think another thing that's going to affect this rollout is that in, on this rollout, he doesn't have to explain that he is a kid. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't have to hide a lot of stuff. And he's not going to, and he's going to benefit from not having a push a T uh, back and forth, uh, which, you know, some people can say whatever, but I think that he uh, kind of lost that one. Oh, he totally lost that one. I mean, Pusha T, like his his uh, diss song was just incredible. Yeah, I yeah. just kind of wish it was on like if it was on Spotify, I bet it would have done like the same numbers as uh, Drake's diss on Meek Mill. Bro, I knew somebody was gonna bring up that horrible, horrible time in my life. <laughs> oh, it's a horrible time in in any Philadelphian's life. But I mean, oh, the I, Meek. <laughs> for Meek, right? That was a horrible time. Bro, it's just like, you know, it just sucked because, like, even in the Philly bars, they would play that song. And then, and then you had no choice to be like, whoa. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you just had to go with the song. Yeah, I was, I, I was on Team Drake on that one because that song was me. And it was produced by Nav. I don't know if you guys know that. Oddly uh, enough. Who? Produced by Nav. <laughs> no, no way. Yeah, back to back is produced by Nav. 
<laughs> wow. Yo, somebody pull that up. <laughs> Maybe Nav's just a really good hater. <laughs> he just no, Nav is extremely that. talented. I don't know why nobody oh refuses God. to acknowledge that Nav, Nav has a gift. The fact that he's been in the music industry for this long, like it's insane. The fact that he's like one of Young Thug's like best friends. <laughs> you know I'm glad I stop saying the L word. We're cool now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was weird. Nav, man. I'm down with Nav, bro. You know I'm down with Nav. I respect the GOAT. <laughs> the baby you know goat. I put respect on his name. He does have a baby's head. His little. (laughs) No, he's got beady eyes. He's got squirrel eyes. Like, it's weird. It's like, I see him and I think, why are you not up a tree? Where his glasses are off? Oh, them them little ass eyes, bro. You know what I mean? They're scary. (laughs) Yo, you smell like he just stunned. He's like. Did anybody look up this Nav, this Nav Drake uh, back-to-back connection yet? Did anybody find that? Okay, so, um, oh my God! <laughs> did he do it so, to him or not? He did. Nav uh, written by Nav. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, written by my fault, but still <laughs> written and uh, publisher is Nav Music. <laughs> there, oh no, he probably produced it too. Nav is Nav is very talented. No, I mean, you know what though? Yeah, uh, I don't know. You know, like. Even though like everyone loves clowning on him, he's not he's not like he's a little darker or anything. Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah, the what did you just say? (laughs) Yeah, a little dirt. You know, the guy who's on uh, Laugh Now and Cry Later, guy who just made the crazy Kanye song. Troy, I'll back you out of the corner here. I don't like I don't like Lil Dirk either. You don't like dirt? No, not at all. Everybody yo, 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 yo. Ooh, you niggas. Yo, hold on. I'm having a Negro attack right now. So, yo. Damn. <laughs> yo. <laughs> really? It sounds like you're attack, over- bro. Yeah, it sounds like you're a robot, like, over- overboarding. Like, the, yeah, the mic is going crazy. So, I didn't mean to, e, I didn't e, mean to like, fry e. your, your hard drive. He's like, you good? E, e, <laughs> let him know. Let him know. Oh, my God. He's, he's, he's cruelest ass nigga. Jesus Damn. Christ. I feel like you should just so, say your opinion because we're podcasting. Is the hood yeah, dude. Instead of yelling at us, maybe you should explain to us, you know? Because, yeah. like... <laughs> Dirk is the hood senator. He's 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 the representative, bro. You know, like he, he is. I just think Dirk's music just speaks to every hood nigga out there, like in a way that you know Roddy Rich and a couple others can only do. For, uh, on God, it, it, we expected this shit for, for Sosa, but Sosa yeah. fell out the limelight after his his closest one started dying. Yeah, like he purposely yeah. took himself out. And who knew Dirk? But Dirk was was fired since 2013. Like you remember signing to the streets, nigga. Like as soon as that joint came out, yeah, I was listening to that shit all senior year, bro. Was traumatized, bro. That intro fucked me up. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's talking about you know headshot and even traumatized, and he goes on to talk about shit that he's seen and all that. And like it's just crazy as fuck. You feel me, L? L's started a fucking war in Chicago. L's started a war. Yeah. Like, that's the craziest shit. It started yeah, off like, as just a diss track to the other side, and all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. Like, just like that, that part, too. Like, I, I wasn't even thinking about just like the literal ramifications of like his music. You know what I mean? And like the literal yeah. ramifications of like, of just like that whole era. Like, we forget just like how 
fucking like just like that that is why hip hop sounds the way it does today. Like that exactly from like that shit from like uh what what year was that? Like I said that was like twenty eleven and nine because Dirk was yeah, putting yeah. out tapes in twenty eleven. Yeah, yeah. Like from from that point on, like oh my god, so like, many. Like, I, I never realized how deep his discography is. Yeah, I don't like him on the Drake song. I don't. I think his verses, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. His, I think his, his verse is say, extremely man, I, I still like the one Drake. His yeah. feature, the one Drake song. I, I feel like his verse. Yeah, his I feel like his verses sucks. Yeah, I feel like his verse is lazy. I feel like he doesn't try, and I feel like for such a big song like that, like that he. Yeah. I feel like the whole song is lazy. I don't know. Drake doesn't really try. The beat doesn't oh, try, yeah, and try. Dirk is just so like out of place and doesn't stand out yes i don't i don't think little dirk is like irrelevant i don't think little dirk is bad or anything like that i wouldn't i'm not dissing him as a person i'm just saying yeah. for my taste i thought that he didn't try that hard on the on laugh now cry later no yeah. neither did drake that's how i feel well yeah it's kind of like a throwaway um i feel like i mean i don't know i think like his next album might go that direction but i'm hoping that uh i, I don't know i'm hoping that he kind of goes back to basics you know i wish uh he worked back with lil wayne with uh Nicki Minaj, you know, bring her out of retirement and like, you know, maybe have like a Rihanna song. Like, come on, what has Rihanna been up to? How come she hasn't been making music <laughs> in five years? Will, I don't think a song with Wayne would be good right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would like to hear that sound. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I don't know. Nicki, do you think? Do you like Nicki nowadays? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I don't think she's that bad. Like, uh, I do think, like, you know, she gets a lot of hate um, just because of uh, what she does with her life. But, like, you know, you got to separate that from the from the music, you know? I mean, let's be real. She was the queen for eight summers. You know, she was on top of her game. I mean, sure, like, her last album, like, wasn't really that good. But I do think uh, we shouldn't let, like, her last album discredit her whole discography, you know? Like, Pink Friday, The Pink Print. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. That's true. She was on Monster. She was Monster. In fact, what was it? I, she was best, the best person on Monster, uh, best person on uh, Yandi, you know? Oh, that's like, true. Yeah, throw some goddamn respect on, uh, on her name. <laughs> yeah, and Nikki and Drake coming back together wouldn't be too bad of an idea. Wayne, with his associations with Trump, Wayne, I don't, yeah, don't, okay. don't want to hear him. That I, I regret saying, I will say. And um, Rihanna's, Rihanna's uh, with Rocky, so I don't think... Oh, yeah, right. she's like moved on anyway, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Plus, she's not gonna be making music, but I don't know who who would you guys want to see on this project. Yeah, like there's there's no reason to look forward to this album. Like it's yeah. it's like you know it's there, but you you got the option of either sinking into it or not. Like are you gonna get it or you're not? Doesn't are you gonna listen you to it? Next new one, huh? Are you gonna listen to it? I don't know. I I really don't care. This is probably going to be the one that determines if he if he's old or not, I guess. But like, it was bound to happen. Like, there's already so much out that like, it really doesn't matter too much. No, be, like, I, I disagree. I feel like every time Drake releases something, I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, you know what I mean. I want to see if it's a flop or if it's not a flop or if there's good songs on it. I know that Benny the Butcher is going to be on it. Um, not too excited about that, <laughs> given Benny the Butcher's recent kind of output, but. You know, maybe hopefully he brings back something, some of his old kind of energy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, like again, it, it feels sort of like with every Drake album, it's like, I know I'm going to like it. It's just going to be, do I like it more than the last one? Yes or no? And that's it. Like, they're just consistently good to the point where, like, it's at fault for being good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The only time I really ever feel like something more than just regular with it is if it's a little bit less than average like like scorpion was so at the end of scorpion i was like uh 
I feel like Drake's and albums. Then I have more to go off of. Yeah, I feel like with Drake's albums, I, I understand what you're saying. It's almost like a Drake fatigue, right? Because he just comes out so often and he comes out with kind of the same sound that like, you know, it's kind of like you, a ton of features. And you know what to expect, shit. right? You're yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I think too, like, like, what do we need Drake for? Like, what is Drake going to say to us right now too? He yep. hasn't said. Like, like, you know, quarantine like, love. <laughs> <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna rap about that i really actually like that 21 savage song i know that ryan's gonna kill me and he's gonna disagree but the song with you 21 savage is amazing yeah <laughs> yeah mr really right now song. that was great i, I like that and, song uh, i i have i on on my apple music i have it deleted off my my fucking <laughs> library like damn man you're just the drake hater you just love to hate i'm not drake. i'm the biggest i love drake that's the funny part. Like Ryan, Ryan and I used to argue over this shit all the time. Like I love Drake. It's just like I can see when a spade is a spade. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, that's really like, what it is. I really agree with what Ryan was saying. Like I think I think for for me at least, like you know, if if Drake, if I knew, if I felt like Drake was going to offer me something new, if I felt like Drake was going to offer me something relevant, you know what I mean? I, I would be excited. But I feel like with what's going on in the world right now, like how people are looking at the world, like I feel like, you know, who wants a Drake? I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, people like can't be excited for it, but it's like, it's like who really is like, what does Drake have to say? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. the Ja Rule, no, yeah. Dave Chappelle thing. Like, what the fuck? Damn, what does is, what is Ja Rule have to say? It's like, do I really want to hear what Drake has to say about the... Well, I think Drake's better than John Rule. Like, <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean? I, I know what you're saying, Ryan. And the whole thing about that is, like, I feel like he might be able to su- surprise me because I gave up on the weekend like a while ago, and then in March when he dropped that uh, After Hours album, I was completely blown away. And it was like the first week of quarantine, so it was like, you know, it we like you know, good music like that in a time like this oh, is, yeah. is is really honestly, important. Like, uh, I honestly, think. I feel like Drake's. Um, I mean, he's gonna stick to his actual basics, you know rapping about luxury like you know like having a good time and shit you know I, and you know maybe maybe society needs that right now just a little break from all the news from all the craziness just just some good party music you can just put on uh, and just like vibe to yeah and uh dark lane demo tapes wasn't dark lane demo tapes i'm sorry wasn't bad um but no, yeah i saw this one interview with him that when he releases his official albums it, they have to be like 22 songs long in order for him to quote unquote like um, make all of his fans happy that's what he said in one of the interviews but um i feel like that's like almost like a spotify like analytics type of thing where it's like literally he has to make all of his audience happy mm. like stream wise like oh we have to have yeah we have to get the you know the tiktok girls to like this song and do a challenge then we have to have the moody you know whatever mm. then it's like oh for the you know kids 18 to 25 we got to do the hype songs yeah you know that's actually one of my biggest concerns too on uh the Drake album is that like I don't know. I really hope that there's not going to be more than one song that's going to break TikTok. You know, like I hate that shit because like it's literally like you just hear the song over and over and over every time you're on Instagram on anything. And it's just like, oh, my God, like I hate this song. Like, you know, because it just feels so overplayed. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, uh, like in my feelings like it, or whatever. Yeah, was... in my feelings, the two C slide, like, you know, like I really, you know, it just got me to be like, oh, I really hate the videos like and it, i got like a uh what is it um a, a connection with those two with the song and the and the tiktok videos and i'm just like i hate these tiktok videos so i'm like i must hate the song that's yeah. kind of why i'm not excited for for drake though because it's like i feel like that's i feel like that's 
what I've been getting from him for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Bro. And like, I feel like, you know, personally, like, I feel like Drake has, has kind of like lost his, like, I don't know, his like identity almost like, you know, I think the last album where I felt like, I think Darkling Demo Days was very, I think it was like a breath of fresh air for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like, you know, the last one for, for me that, um, felt like i don't know had like the most like i I don't know i just feel like he slowly has like lost some of his identity in some of the decisions that he in some of the creative decisions that he's made um in his music like and i think maybe it's like partial part of it is maybe that he's pushing to be more commercial in some areas but i just feel like I, i just feel like it's hard for me to be like I feel like optimistic. Hard- yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, like you know that it's yeah. going to be listenable, but like it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be worse than the last one probably. Yeah, it's not going to be another uh, like take care. Take or care. Another- like take care was such a great fucking album. Him and the weekend on that song, literally. That- uh, I, 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 I him and like, everyone on that song, <clears throat> bro. I fucking love that song. That's like a top ten uh, of the 2010s. Like maybe yeah. top five. Like one of my favorite songs like ever. Yeah. Introduction to the weekend and introduction to Ken- Kendrick Lamar too. Yeah. On, uh, I think at the end of that song, right? Or the next song or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's on that album. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Even, like, I like Nothing Was the Same a lot, too. Like, I fucking love that shit. Like, that's mm-hmm. a good album. Yeah. Um, you know, fucking um, Tuscan Leather, like, Furthest Thing. Started from the bottom, too. Like, oh, I love that song. Start from that's the a bottom. great theme song. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because so, everybody's like, you didn't really start from the bottom. You were on Degrassi, or you yeah. started from the top. You're in Canada, or whatever. I lo- all those jokes were good. Oh, and then Drake man. was getting mad about them instead of uh, embracing them like he does now. Yeah, but then, but then you have like beautiful, like just fucking tracks, like Worst Behavior. You know, hold oh, on from time with Jenny Aiko. I Aiko, bro. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, to my city, too much pound cake. Come through, like, I don't know. I like all those. I think I think um, I think nothing was the same. Doesn't get enough credit sometimes. It's probably my second favorite. I agree. Mm-hmm. I say I say um, that the one after it, uh, if you're reading this is too late, is probably like factually his best work. Mm-hmm. I really like, like that I one think too. That album. Yeah, I think yeah. that that one's the one. Like, if someone asked me what's his best album or what's his best, like piece of work period i would probably lean towards that one or nothing was the same but more more towards uh if you're reading this is too late do you think views was his peak i'm thinking maybe views is no no i think i think this was because i remember like i I was on instagram you think so yeah i think i think it was on the upward you know maybe views is not better when was views ah yeah i yeah you know i will say yeah because what a time to be alive was really good too yeah he was, he was on his way up but with, those are mixtapes too you can't forget about that yeah th- yeah those aren't even albums they're mixtapes yeah yeah and those are those went crazy so you know what i mean i think i feel like he peaked on the i feel like views he peaked was on like, views views was like his whole lot of red he's like he, he was talking about it for years yeah. remember years and years all oh, views this views that sucks, sucks, sucks. and then finally it's out and then it was like um it was like <laughs> kind of a lukewarm uh, reception but i like it a lot now i like it i thought it aged really well like especially um the songs that weren't even like hits like western road flows mm-hmm. oh no not that one um feel no ways love that song yeah i love that song the beat's just so good it's so soulful and plus like you know drake's got his like lousy voice but he still sounds good on it 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love Views. Yeah. I feel like Views would have benefited from having some of the songs from if you're reading this is too late on there because I feel like like that theme of like the six, you know what I mean? Like all that shit. Six God. Yeah, we, six we, men. Got, we, we got all that shit on it's um, you know, if you're reading this is too late. I do yeah. remember he does do that. a lot more six references. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was at a meat concert that night when that shit dropped. Really? Wait, what the hell? Yeah. Wait, were they uh they were beefing at that point, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they were beefing at that point, but it was um, I was yeah, I was like working at a, a meat mill concert, and I remember I came back home, and then like my boy was like, "Yo, Drake <laughs> drop, like, you believe it?" And th- that shit was fire, like, shit was great. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, like um, like as I was saying before, like, so I was on Instagram. I remember, like, I distinctly remember, like, watching like a it was like a barstool video or something, and like it was like a whole crowd of like thousands of people at a Drake concert, and they were all singing legend like the intro of this uh mixtape and it was just like i don't know you know what i mean like you ever seen that video of uh of little pump singing gucci gang yeah they did the same thing with drake and i'm just like like damn like this is like this is like peak one of peak drake's songs yeah. plus the 10 bands you guys remember the 10 bands music video oh yeah that was a crazy one. Not Tim Ed's uh, energy music video with the with the different faces, right? With the he, yeah, with the, like uh, he put he got a lot of enemies, got a lot of like uh, when he put his face on uh, Miley Cyrus's body during the Wrecking Ball um, era during Bangers. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely on his way up, and then Hotline Bling came out around that time. There was a couple of other loose singles, but like, yeah, views like was on his way down i don't know if it was on his way down or if it was his peak i think that's where he maybe peaked or plateaued. i think that was peak i think more life is when he started to go down what, exactly but i like more life but it's on his way down i agree yeah yeah honestly I, i'm looking back at it I, I do like uh i mean i do like it but i don't know i, I still think views is better i love how he is you know i think one of the ways he stays relevant is that he's very self-relevant or not so yeah he really knows himself self-reflective self yeah you know what I mean? Like, like even when, like, even though Ryan hates that, uh, that song with Twenty One Savage, uh, uh, Mister Right Now, like when he's just like making fun of uh the girl he's hooking up's uh, uh old boy like ex boyfriend, and he's just like your ex man listens to Drake, like <laughs> it's like yeah. he, like he knows he makes music for like soft people. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely very self aware with the, with his things, and he's gotten more self aware as time has gone on for sure. So, but for better or worse, you know what I mean, like. Nah, like i feel I, like tv shows are even like that sometimes you know what i mean like like even like trailer park boys i don't know if you guys have ever seen that show but like i love that show mm-hmm. the love opening, that show so, so the opening seasons right like seasons maybe one through four or five like are like crazy because like they don't really know what they're doing but like everything is it works perfectly and i think as you get more into the later 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 seasons they get they know the characters so well that it's almost like a cartoon you know what yeah. i mean that's kind of how i feel about drake at this point it's almost like that was that was beautifully said bro mm-hmm. yeah that's, yeah, I think I think that's how it's gotten. Like he's so self-aware of himself uh, that he, you know, he doesn't know himself anymore. I guess he used to know himself better. I think, you know what I mean. He used to be a little bit more, uh, you know, I want to make the music I want to make for Toronto for this for that. And then I think once he started with the memes and once he started like appealing to the demographics more so than his himself or his his like core audience, then I think that's kind of where he lost touch a little bit. I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like uh, he does definitely try a little too hard to be. Uh, 
yeah be a people pleaser you know like that's why like i i feel like i think that's maybe the main reason why he did like a side a and side b to his uh to scorpion yeah it's a little bit insecure. That, that, i don't know that that yeah. that whole dynamic to me is sort of like what spun the the, the deluxe edition spree of albums because i feel like people really every album had a side deluxe. a but I'm saying that wasn't necessarily a deluxe thing, but it did spawn like putting like another twelve songs on top of twelve songs for a while. Like side A was still long as shit without without side B. You know what I'm saying? It was yeah. A, it, I mean, it was, it was a huge album. Like that's what that that's what made Scorpion such a fucking bummer. Twenty five songs. Like, you gotta you really gotta set time aside from your day. You gotta be like, yeah, I'll talk to you in two hours. Or what you doing now, nigga? I'm throwing Scorpion on, like. Yeah. You yeah, know I, what I mean, I, like, he doesn't really. He's not really an album artist anymore. I feel like he's more of like he'll he's gonna put out twenty five songs, and he knows that you you have a Spotify feature where you can hide the songs, so you can almost make your perfect version of Scorpion, and make it into an eight or a nine or whatever, right? But right. Like, but like you know, he puts out the thirty-two songs in case somebody's like gonna hit it and they fall asleep, and now he has thirty-two streams on his album. You know what I mean? So it's very smart. I, I, I understand that, I but did, he, he's yeah. sacrificing the the algorithms. Uh, he's, he's sacrificing for, his art over the algorithms. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's going for quantity over uh, quality. We've been talking for a very long time. It's eleven o'clock. Damn. Okay. Uh. Thanks for listening, y'all. Good night. <laughs> 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 Done. <laughs>